Good morning. Happy Thursday. Today, I want to talk about imposter syndrome and self-doubt. But even more than that, I want to talk about anxiety, depression, and being a class A introvert. Those are all things that I struggle with. Those are all things that women who I coach struggle with. Today, I want to talk about 10 things to help you um, learn about who you are, to learn about feeling a little bit better about yourself, and to know how to talk to yourself differently so you can overcome these things on a day-to-day level rather than dealing with these things and falling into that trap of horrible anxiety and depression. I know these things because I've dealt with it for years. I know some of you have because I've talked to you. And I want to be an advocate for you. So let's work on these things together. Let's jump inside, talk about 10 things that you can do to improve your self-doubt and your imposter syndrome. I will see you inside. Hey, friends. Welcome back to Mind Your Business with me, Sabrina Knapp. We're going to talk all things business breakthrough here. That's right. Organization, branding, schedules, anxiety, growth, momentum, all of it. And we're going to talk about how to juggle everything that comes along with it. Here, you're going to find a rock solid marketing plan and finally figure out how to attract that audience to you. And how about we build a super strong mindset to go along with it? No more spinning your wheels. You're ready for momentum. You're ready for an organized business. You're ready for income. It's time, sister. Listen, we're in this together. Come join me. No makeup, yoga pants, what? On your third cup of coffee too? It doesn't matter. We're building empires, guys. I believe we can do this together while having a ton of fun. I'm so excited about what we're gonna discover here with a brand and marketing plan that actually works for you. You're gonna find the momentum you've been missing and working so hard for. This is all about business growth, breakthroughs, and you. So let's get started. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Today, I want to talk about self-doubt and imposter syndrome. And this comes from a place of just complete self-reflection because I deal with uh, anxiety so badly. I'm a super big introvert, even though I'm a leader and a coach and all those sort of things, a podcaster. I deal with these things horribly. A lot of times I have to pep talk myself into getting up and functioning and working my business, especially going live or even doing my podcast. I go into great amount of research, all sorts of things um, because I deal with self-doubt and imposter syndrome on such a real level. It affects me so badly some days. Uh, Anxiety, depression, emotional instability, you name it. I struggle with it, low self-esteem. It's just something that I've, I've always dealt with. And so I'm coming to you on a real level today. And 10 tips really that I have come to find that really help me when I'm kind of down in the dumps or I am <laughs> feeling sorry for myself or um, helping others who are dealing with the same thing. There are days that I have that are fine. There are other days where I, I just can't. Um, and I have friends who are the same, who deal with this stuff on a very real level as well. And luckily they have come to me on different occasions saying, okay, I need your help. I need help out of this really bad. And so some of these things, some of these 10 things are what we talk about when I try to help them out of those kind of situations. So the very first thing is practice self-compassion. That's super, super important is it's okay to love yourself. It's okay to even feel sorry for yourself a little bit. So something happened to you. So 
Um, you've had a, a bad time. So your business isn't successful. So this or that. Have your little bit of a pity party. I'm okay with that. Like, it is okay to step back, to have a good cry, to have a good scream. Um, I, I do it regularly. Like I sit and I have a certain amount of minutes where I practice self-compassion, where I say, listen, you've had it rough, girlfriend. <laughs> you've had it, you've had it rough. Let it out. And that's okay. Self-doubt is very real when it comes to uh, our own lives, whether it be getting ahead in something we want to do in life, whether it be a business, it, it doesn't matter. The thing we have to remember is we're all human. We all make mistakes. We all go through things that are hard. We all, you know, we, we all go through those things. And so while you can feel sorry for yourself, it is super important that you take the time, a very short time, to navigate through that. Be kind to you. You have this one life and it's very, very important that you love yourself and you're important enough to yourself to overcome any of these outcomes or any of these things that have happened to you. Number two is remember what you've come through. <laughs> remember your wins. Remember your achievements, sister. Remember that you have been scared to do something at some time, or you have had a bad day and you didn't want to get up the next day and do it, or you have done something that is um, a little bit hard, but you did it. So whether you got recognition for it or not, recognize yourself. Remember your past achievements and then go with it. Maybe you got to go back to somewhere when you were in college, when you were in high school. And remember when I did that, that made me feel so good. Or remember when I got made that achievement or, you know, won that sports scholarship or did this or that. Think back on those things and take pride in those things. While they may not pertain to your life now, the feeling that you get from thinking upon those things provides natural endorphins. It makes us feel really good. While you don't want to focus on the past, it's okay to think about things that you've done in your life where you overcome something that was scary or overcome something that was hard or made it through something that maybe other people couldn't or hadn't and you did it. So celebrate your successes. Celebrate your past achievements. Number three is very hard. Number three is probably uh, hardest for me. And that is try not to compare yourself to others. It's really, really difficult. They say that comparison is the thief of joy. I get it. This saying, <laughs> it rings true in so many ways. If you're experiencing self-doubt, it's probably because you're afraid that you're not going to accomplish something and especially at the same level that someone else has. And then that just snowballs. That feeling is so paralyzing. If they're doing it this way, if they're making six figures and I should be in six months like they are, if my marketing is not working like this, if I'm not getting 10 new clients every month, if I'm not this or that, then I'm not doing it the right way. And I'm automatically caught into that snowball of comparing what I'm doing against everyone else. That is something that we can control. We can shut off the social media. We can do a social media detox. We can shut off the TV we can only focus on ourselves and our families and things that are most important to us. And that's what I have found has been the biggest remedy when it comes to comparing myself to others. I scroll through my Facebook feed and it is ugly. It is ugly for me. 
It is ugly for me when it comes to comparison because I'm automatically seeing all these ads and I'm seeing all these influencers and I'm seeing all these people that are doing big, beautiful, successful things. And it makes me say, well, why am I not doing these things? I have so much to offer people. Why aren't people listening to me the same way? They will. They will. They just need to see it. And it's really important that I don't compare myself to those people. This is something we can control and focus our own path on where we want to take it. Where do you want to be? That's where you need to focus on. It doesn't matter what somebody else is doing or what they've done. Regardless of what they have done, where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself? Number four is be mindful of your thinking. If you're like me, your anxiety can take you down a really dark, negative path. And before you know it, you found yourself in a big depression and not wanting to come out of that hole, not wanting to leave your house, not wanting to conversate with anybody. And again, it just snowballs into this ugly, negative trap of thoughts that you have created for yourself. When negative thoughts begin to creep in, sometimes it's hard to recognize because, well, we've become used to them. We become used to saying those things to ourselves. When we compare ourselves to others, it's easy to say, well, you'll never be like anybody else. You'll never be successful like them. And what is that doing? It's saying negative things to ourselves when we should be our own biggest fans. Imposter syndrome thrives on this. <laughs> it, it, it absolutely loves it. It loves the negative thoughts that we tell ourselves where we're not worthy. Uh, we're, not, we're not able to be in the place that we're at. We won't produce any good works. We won't be successful. But try this. Next time that those thoughts persist, take a moment instead to ask yourself if you really believe that. Like deep down, you're like, well, wait a minute. No, I know that if I implement a new strategy or I get more organized in my life or maybe I start waking up 30 minutes earlier than I have been to try to get some other things done in the morning, then no. Like I've kind of created this monster myself. <laughs> I've got to get myself out of it. So consider how maybe shifting your mindset or shifting what you're thinking or actually taking a second to stop and say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Am I being realistic or not? It helps you allow yourself to be more confident than in the abilities that you do have. Number five is spend time with supportive people. And I tell my ladies this all the time. Who is your support system? Besides me, besides me, your coach, who is your support system? Who is somebody that you can turn to that no matter what is going to give you, you know, an honest word, who is going to um, show you a little bit of compassion, who yet is going to help you say, no, you got to buck up. You got to be serious with yourself. You got to get out of this. We got to move. Let's, hey, let's go to the store. Let's think about something else for a little while. Who is that support to you? Sometimes that does not include our friends and family. Let me say that again. Sometimes that does not include our friends and family. Sometimes it includes an outside source that you have to call upon, that you have to rely on, and you have to be okay with that. In some cases, even it possibly means a therapist. It maybe means a doctor's intervention and that's okay. Don't let anyone make you think that because you are seeking medical help or therapeutic help that you're struggling because it's not the case at all. Sometimes it simply means reaching out to somebody who you know is going to be supportive of the thoughts and the actions that you're having. It's super, super important to understand this. 
We don't need friends and family who are just coddling us. We don't need friends and family who are negative because that doesn't help anything. You and I both know that. We don't need friends and family who are only going to, you know, think we're seeking attention or that it's a problem that we can get over because it's not that easy either. Spend time with people who are truly supportive of you and know that what you're going through is a real and honest thing and can help you out of it productively. Number six is find validation from within yourself. While it's super great to feel reassured from others that we're doing a great job or we're capable of accomplishing difficult things, right? It's great to have those cheerleaders. We also have to know that it's equally important for us to find that motivation within ourselves. I say all the time in my business coaching, you know, that you can learn all these marketing techniques. You can learn all these, you know, things to get organic um, traction on your product or service. And the same goes for life skills. You can be as organized as you want to. You can be a 100% capable put together mom, (laughs) right? You can be organized. You can get up on time. You can have all the things ready. You can be completely structured and be in a perfect routine, but then occasionally those things happen that set us apart or that set us back a little bit and we've had a bad day or um, the kids have a meltdown or things didn't go in order of our schedule and it kind of just sets us off, right? We, we, we think we're having a bad day. The only thing that brings that back around is your mindset. The only thing that is going to bring your business around or make you actually do the work that your business requires is your mindset. If you don't have a mindset, your marketing, your organization, how put together of a mom you are does not matter. The validation that you find from yourself, from within, that you can truly do this. You can truly talk positive to yourself. You can get yourself out of the dumps. You can say, well, wait a minute. Let me be realistic with myself. That's what truly matters is being able to also talk to yourself in a very realistic, validating way. Number seven is very important. And I talk about this one a lot, especially with the ladies who I coach, who are simply coaching with me because of their mindsets and because they need a little help in this area is you're the hardest on yourself. You're your harshest critic. Okay, remember that. Remember that you are your harshest critic. You are always going to think the worst of yourselves. I hear all the time um, in in my marketing coaching and and when I'm talking to people about their marketing on social media, they're like, well, I don't want to show myself or I don't want to be real about myself because my life isn't perfect. My life isn't, uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of a hot mess. I, um, you know, I screw up a lot or I uh, don't have a perfect life or I'm not very good at my business because I'm so new to it. I'm still learning and I'm still doing this or that. Great. My answer is always great. You are the only one who thinks that. Everybody else is going to enjoy the heck out of the fact that you are a hot mess. Because everybody else, if they're honest with themselves, has certain days where they're a hot mess too. So it's very important to realize that you're your own critic. You are the one that holds yourself back nine times out of 10. It's in your own head. And it's really hard to deal with. Would you doubt a friend who took on a new job because, well, maybe you didn't think that it was the best choice for them, but they did? Or maybe the way they parent their kids um, and, and maybe they don't parent the way you do, does that make you doubt yourself? The answer is probably no, right? You 
aren't going to doubt your friend because, well, it's their choice, right? Or the way that they parent their kid, while it's not the way you parent, well, it's the way they parent their kid, whatever, right? We're going to always be harshest on ourselves, never on somebody else. So take that into consideration when you're thinking about the things you're doing. Is somebody else going to judge me for what I'm doing? Am I judging everybody else that way? Well, no. So they're not going to do the same to you either. Don't be so hard on yourself. Number eight is identify your values. Take a second to identify what is important to you, what matters most to you. Maybe it's that you're kind to others and you know that you're a good friend. Maybe it's that you contribute something meaningful. Whenever I'm having a bad day and I I get self-doubt really bad or I'm comparison syndrome up the wazoo, I have to go back to the fact of weight. What I have to offer women, what I know, what I am passionate about, what I can truly help them with is so important. I just have to make them realize it. I just have to make them see that the effort they put into their business is going to pay off into the end. And I know how to get them there, right? But it's it's hard. It's hard because hearing those no's or seeing people not put in the same amount of effort that I put in or seeing people like just slough off or shrug off the fact that they need to add techniques into their life or into their business that I know can help them is super frustrating. And so it gets me down in the dumps. But then I have to go back and remember who I am. What is important to me? What do I know I can help people with? What do I know that I'm really, really good at? And that's what I have to concentrate on. I know I'm a good teacher. I know that I can truly help people. I know that I'm a good friend to people that are truly friends to me. And so it's really important that I concentrate on the things that I'm really good at and don't worry so much about the effect that it has on other people. Number nine has helped me a ton. And I... I have been in discussion the last several months with a couple of people who I know are fighting anxiety and depression um, equally as bad as I do. And one of the things we've really been talking about is journaling, uh, writing down everything. I call it brain dumping, but it's the truth. Sometimes it doesn't need to come out in sentence form or in this big, long, drawn out like prayer or confession or, <laughs> or whatever. Maybe it's just words. A lot of times, to be honest with you, mine's just words. How am I feeling? What am I thinking about? What am I dwelling on? What is making me feel so bad? Um, you know, all these emotions. I just write them down. You guys, because if I write them down to me, they're in a notebook then and they don't have to stay in my brain. I can refer back to it later on paper and I can quit worrying about it in my head. And I can get those self-doubt and and the imposter syndrome out because, well, I've wrote it down. I validated it. It's on paper. I put it in ink. And then I can look back on it later and say, whew, that was a really bad day. Or I really did not have my stuff together that day. And I've got to be better about pulling myself together. You may even realize after you see your concerns written down on paper or your struggles written down on paper and you go back to it the next day or the next week, they they may not be as detrimental as you thought they were. A lot of times I go back and I'm like, oh, okay, well, that remedied itself or I, I now feel better about that. This can help you gradually overcome self-doubt. 
take a piece of paper and write it all down. Don't worry about sentences. Don't worry about spelling. Just put down your emotions. Put down what's worrying about you. Put down things that you know you have to do later. Put down your schedule. What What do I have to do? At what time? What What am I thinking about? What is a struggle? What friend, you know, is bringing me into their drama? Write it all down. Once you have it written down, look back on it in a day or two and, and really, you know, uh, go through and see what's important and what's not. That's really going to help you overcome that self-doubt because later on when you come against the same struggle, you'll be like, well, wait a minute though. This has happened to me before. I'm going to go back and I'm going to look at that journal and I'm going to say, okay, how did I overcome feeling like that? Because in a day or two later, I was able to look back at it and say that wasn't as crazy as I thought it was. And number 10, I've already touched on it a little bit, but I want to touch back on it. And that is please seek professional help. If you feel like this is something you can't overcome and anxiety is something that is, and and depression is something that has become debilitating to you, I am an advocate of finding yourself some help. I am a coach that is available to talk you through anxiety and depression because I've been there and I know it. It's not something I advertise, but those of the coaching clients that I do work with know that I suffer with it and we talk about it a little bit. I have people who specifically suffer with anxiety and depression and come to me for my help, not even for my coaching services, but for my help with anxiety and depression. And that's fine. But I never once want to convince anybody that I am there for medical advice or professional advice even. Mine are simply just things that I have been through myself and that are very important to me and that have worked for me. And that are currently working for me because this is a ongoing struggle, sisters. This is nothing that uh, is remedied overnight. You may not ever be rid of it, unfortunately. I've dealt with this for a very, very long time. But please know that there is help available to you if you need it. You may want to seek out a mental health professional. You may want to seek out a a physician. Therapy is important, though, because it can help us feel understood. It can help us uh, with tools that we need to alleviate feelings. Um, Medication is even available. There was a time where I had to seek out medication. Um, Thankfully, I don't rely on that anymore. But it is one of those things where if you need it, please, please take advantage of it and don't ignore it any longer. Okay, either seek out a coach, seek out a therapist, seek out a physician if you have to, but please find some sort of help for yourself. It's really, really, really important. And last but not least, I feel you. I see you. I am one of you. (laughs) And if you ever need just someone to talk to about this, I am more than happy to visit with you, to listen to you, because sometimes that's all it takes is somebody to vent to and say nothing at all in return. Um, I know how important that is. And so if you need somebody to be a support system for you, please reach out to me. I want to be a help to you. You can reach out to me at my website, sabrinamnap.com. This was very important for me to talk about, especially coming into the holidays where we're all feeling a little bit overwhelmed in life and in business and in our work, um, in our in our relationships. Everything feels a little bit overwhelming these days, I know. And the holidays for me brings on a time of... Uh, complete happiness, don't get me wrong, but it also brings on feelings of significant overwhelm. And I find that sometimes my anxiety um, and my need to be <laughs> to be very, very introverted comes into play during these times. So uh, if that is you, I'd love to talk to you, sabrinamnap.com. You can reach out to me there and let's have a chat. Let's get on and talk about it. 
you guys, I hope you have a great weekend. Um, this is the holiday season. So please get out and enjoy it every bit you can. The, the years are short. And so get out and enjoy it with your friends and family. Have fun. Drink hot cocoa. Eat lots of candy and sweets. <laughs> and enjoy our life and our time here on this earth. I will talk to you guys next week. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. I hope you've had breakthroughs and heard something that just made sense. If so, a positive rating is the best way to let others know you've enjoyed my content. Would you love clarity in your business and help to network with your target audience? Then catch a coaching call with me at my website, sabrinamnap.com, or email me at snap 6 at gmail.com. It was so good to have you here today. I hope you took away life lessons and a deeper vision for your business. Until next time, friends, Sabrina.